and welcome to Women in the Business Arena. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Shuk Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Every week, we dive into juicy topics relevant to women in business. We reframe the lens on business so women just like you know how to achieve not just success, but fulfillment and freedom. We've learned through decades of being entrepreneurs, mothers, and multiple business owners how to conquer the business arena. And the thousands of women we have worked with have given us insights and wisdom to share with you. We get honest, vulnerable, and real about what we've seen and experienced. We would love for you to join us in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. And if you want to get even more support, visit womeninthebusinessarena.com. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today I'm doing a solo episode. Uh, For those of you who listen to a lot of our podcasts, you know that my co-host, Laura Shuk Guzman, normally joins me, and we have so missed her the last few weeks, but she will be back next week. And for today, I thought I would share with you all a little bit of some of the things that I've seen more recently in the business world. I think, you know, I've had this amazing vantage point to have been in business for so long, so several decades. And to have been a business coach all that time, worked with thousands of women over that time, and to really see the way the industry has changed and moved and evolved. And I think it's really important to notice the trends sometimes that are happening in the world. And so, you know, as most of you know, I'm a huge fan for being an entrepreneur, right? Like I've I've been a business owner most of my career. I can't even imagine any aspect of my life where I wasn't a business owner because it's just been so long. And I love it. And I think that being a business owner definitely gives you some incredible opportunity, right? You're able to uh, tailor your life. You're able to create what you want. You're able to tailor your schedule. You do have more flexibility if you're doing it in the right way. You do have more freedom if you're doing it in the right way. And so I think, you know, there is this amazing opportunity to be an entrepreneur. And what I see is that a A lot of people get this and they understand it and they're flooding out of the jobs that they hate or the lifestyles that they hate in order to pursue this entrepreneurial lifestyle. And I think that's really, really amazing, right? Because we're we're taking a leap. We're risking it all. We're going for something that matters to us, something that's going to make our lives more meaningful. But what I'm also seeing is some disturbing trends in the industries, And so that's what I thought I would discuss today. What are some of the things I'm seeing? How can you, as a business owner, navigate those trends? How can you actually like shift and evolve your business so that you can actually succeed? Because that's the place that I want to go. I want way more women to succeed in the business world. We need to evolve and shift the business arena so that it suits the feminine, so that it works with women trying to navigate families or, you know, uh, like passions or anything that they really want to do, but more balance. So one of the things that I think is really important is that I think everybody, when it, you know, when I'm talking more and more to business owners, one of the things that I often ask is, what do you really want? You know, what do you want to create? What is the whole reason for your entrepreneur journey? And in some form or fashion, almost every single person mentions freedom, right? Which is amazing because we do all want freedom. But one of the things that I think is really important is that you define freedom for yourself, 
What does freedom actually mean to you? What does it feel like? What does it look like? Try it on. Because I think there is some illusion around this, you know, sort of golden ticket of freedom. A lot of people think that the more money they make, the more successful their business is, the million dollars they're making, you know, all of those things lead to freedom. And that often is not true. The more complicated your business, the more moving pieces you have, the more employees you have running your million dollar business, actually the less freedom you have and the more stress you have and the more struggle you have. And so I think it's really important for you as a business owner to define what you actually want. And if that is sort of related to freedom, what that means to you. And I think if you do that, you'll have a reference point for what it feels like. See, for most of my clients, freedom is more about balance. It's more about like feeling less stressed, right? It's about feeling like you have choices. So whether that choice is to do what I've done, which is take off on a nomadic trip with the family, or whether that choice is to live more simply, or whether that choice is to buy your home in the country, or whether that choice is to, you know, travel all the time, whatever it is for you, I think freedom is about having the choice, right? And so I think it's really important to determine what that looks like. Business is uh, can be complicated. And what happens is that as a lot of people grow their business, instead of achieving the freedom they think they want, they actually achieve more complication, more tied to their business, um, more tied to the struggle. In order to make the income they want, they have to be working 24-7, right? Or they have to at least have the responsibility, which feels stressful even when they're not working. So these are some things I think that are really important to contemplate. So I'm going to have a little sip of my coffee here. It's a little bit different when you're when you're doing a podcast solo because <laughs> you're not able to sort of let the other person talk so you can, you know, take a breath, drink some coffee. But this is really awesome. I'm really glad to share all this with you all. Um, so some of the trends that I've seen lately that I think are challenging or just a little bit disturbing. And the reason why is because, as I've said, my passion is really about more women succeeding in business, like more women having freedom, more women able to balance their lives. You know, these are things that I think are really important. And what I'm finding is that some of the trends in the business world right now, they're actually leading to the opposite. So let's talk about a few of them. So one of the things is if anybody knows me or if anybody follows me on any of my social media, you know that I am often dropping truth bombs, right? I am very honest about what I see, what I have seen, what I believe leads to success, and what I think will lead to failure. And, you know, I think that sometimes we have to be just more honest instead of more inspirational inspiration is one of those things that has become a trend, right? So everyone wants to be inspired. Everyone wants to feel good. Everyone wants to be pumped up um, and their ego pumped up about how amazing it is to be in business and how free and like go girl. And I love all that as well, but we need to balance it with some reality. And so one of the trends that I've seen a lot lately is that there's really too much illusion. You know, business owners aren't really being prepared for the business arena, which is one of the reasons why I have the program that I have and teach the things that I teach, because it's about preparing yourself for the business arena. Even if you've been in business for years, if you actually want to grow your business, if you really want to succeed in today's world, then it's about being prepared. I'm seeing a lot of people who are, you know, sort of just doing, trying to live the laptop life, lifestyle, right? So they they flee out of corporate or they flee out of a job or, you know, they change their business up that has been sort of brick and mortar, whatever it is. And they really just want to teach people 
They want to have an online course. They want to have passive income. They want to have more freedom, which is great, except that it's not working. And I think there's some illusion about what happens when you have no business plan. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of sort of the the old masculine business plan, right? So where you're, you have 20 pages of all this stuff that is just really irrelevant, to be honest. Oftentimes, any projections you make before you started your business is going to be completely pointless until you've been in it. But in terms of having some logical plans, some reality around what you're creating, I think it's really important. And so if you've never run the business that you have now, so it could be that you've had a different kind of business, but if you've never run the business you've had now, or you've been running it for a little while, but you're not really seeing the return, then it might be good to get somebody who is experienced in your industry to really look at your business and and tell you, you know, is it realistic? You know, is it, um, you know, grounded and based in some truth or reality around the industry, around what you're offering? Because there really is, you know, some principles and some basics that you need to have. For instance, you need to know that your target market actually wants what you're offering, right? It seems such a simple thing, but I see people all the time offering things to their target market that isn't what they really want. On the other side, you also have to make sure that you have some really good experience in what you're offering. So, you know, I constantly see this with business coaches. There's all these business coaches out there offering coaching to people and how to grow their business or how to create a successful business or how to leave their full-time job, but they've never done it themselves right? So they've never actually created a really successful business. You know, their successful business is based on helping other businesses. It's not that they've run their own business for very long. And, you know, I I think you can't sell something that you aren't really experienced in. Uh, So, you know, that's something to really think about. I think a lot of people as well are getting into business and they don't have what I might call a runway, right? They don't have some money saved in the bank. They don't have a proper agreement with their partner. There, There's ways in which they're not really prepared for the length of time it takes to stabilize a business. And really to stabilize a successful business, we're talking three years, right? We're talking three years. And that's assuming that you have a solid foundation early on and you've done the proper testing and you have the right business model. And this is one of the reasons why I'm such an advocate for getting someone like myself or someone who can look at your business holistically in the industry that you're in. So for instance, I only work with service businesses. So if you're a product business, you need to find someone who's super experienced in products, you know, that can look at your business now to make sure that you have the right foundation, before you get it three years in and you still don't have the right foundation, right? Because real success, stabilized success is three years from a solid foundation. So I think these are really important things to recognize. Now, it doesn't mean that it will take three years for you to make any money, but you know, it does mean that to stabilize your income, to stabilize that money. And I think a lot of people, and, and honestly, your, your money and income is never fully stabilized when you're running a business. It's not ever going to be like a salary. And the reason why is because the markets change, everything evolves. And so it's really important that you have the skills to be able to evolve with the world as it evolves, right? So one of the things that I teach my clients is that, you know, the basic skills of sales, the basic skills of being able to validate your market because the markets change. And if you've got a product or service that is no longer needed, 
then, and you haven't, you don't know how to validate that anymore, but all of a sudden you're not getting sales and nothing's working anymore and your messaging isn't working. Well, then you're stuck. And so, you know, when you know how to validate, you just go back out to the market, you revalidate everything, you check and see what the market needs and wants, and you understand and have those skills to do that so that you can evolve your business with the marketplace. So, you know, these are things that are really important, but in terms of a runway, you have to understand that like it can be six months or more before you're making and you know a decent enough income to even cover your expenses, or even after that to be able to to have the kind of income you would need if you had a job. You know, so if you if you're in a salaried position and you have a job and you need to make a certain amount of money to pay your bills, then like it takes time, and so you need a proper one runway. Whether that is money in the bank, whether that is a partner who's aligned to. Care carry the weight until you build up your business. You know, there's, there's some different things that are really important. And so I'm seeing too many people like jump out and they're really hoping to make all their income back in three months. That's really, really unrealistic. And what happens is it not only sets them up for failure and disappointment and discouragement, it it's, holds their family hostage. I've seen marriages break up because of it, because they, you know, they, the wife tells the husband that, She'll be making money in three months and then she's not. And then, you know, he's fighting her to get another job and she's fighting to to keep her job, I mean, to keep her business. And so you've got this sort of back and forth and then they end up in a divorce. You know, so there's some really sort of serious, um, challenges when you aren't more prepared for the business arena. So, you know, I don't want to be discouraging. I'm just trying to be really honest. And so it's very, very important that you have some reality around how long it will take you to build your business up. Now, everything's different. Some people have huge amounts of connections. They can walk right out of corporate and into jobs or into, you know, business jobs because they've got the connections to do that. Other people have zero connections. And they have to build up connections from scratch. So that takes a lot longer. So, you know, someone who's really good at diagnosing and looking at businesses would be able to tell you, you know, how much runway you kind of need, what is the likelihood that you can make the kind of income you need in what amount of time. And that's the kind of people you're looking to support you is the people who are really, really honest. And, you know, the the whole thing is that, there's sort of two things that I think have caused this trend where there's not, there's some illusion around what it's going to take to succeed in business. And one of those things is there's a really low barrier to entry. You know, when I was first starting out, you know, two decades ago, um, you know, it was a whole different world. You had to go down to your local, you know, um, council, and this was in America, and you had to, you know, get a DBA, which is like your name, and you had to, you know, do all these sort of official documents. And, you know, we didn't even have websites really then. I mean, that was only saved for like the biggest companies. So, you know, you had to to, to find an office and you had to sort of invest all this money in things. And, and so there was like some real cost to starting a business. And because of that, you were more careful with what you invested, right? So, you know, there was some attention and some like physical reality around how am I going to get clients? What does that look like? It was, a, it was just a lot more of a barrier, Whereas now, you know, you can have an online business that you just need a laptop. You know, technically, all you need is a laptop or a phone to run a business, right? It can be very, very simple, but 
also there's an illusion that that's all it's about when really there's so much that goes into a proper business. You know, having the foundation that I often talk about, you know, and you can look listen to many of the podcast episodes on this, but you know, they, where you ha- you need to really understand your target market. You need to know you have a viable target market. You need to know that your service is really wanted. You need to validate your service. You need to have a proper sales process. There's a bunch of things that many, many people, you know, fail to do. So I think, you know, that's one of the reasons why there has sort of been set this illusion of how easy it is to operate a business. You know, I think the other thing is the marketing hype, right? So we've all seen it. There's so many messages. I mean, seriously, every day I get these messages of how easy it is to get leads, you know, how all these people are promising, you know, get into my program and I'll give you 30 clients in 30 days, or I'll help you make 10,000 a month in 10 days, or, you know, you hear all these things constantly. And, you know, both you and I know that they're out there, a lot of them. And, And I think that sort of marketing hype, and this is how those people made their money, is they're making it off of selling that marketing. They're not making it off of their integrity or their honesty. They're not telling you about the people who failed out of their program or the people who never succeeded. They're not telling you about how much money you have to invest in Facebook ads in order to make that happen. Or they're not even evaluating whether or not you have a good idea, right? So I've seen this constantly because I've been in so many of these, you know, masterminds, like really high level millionaire masterminds. And what I've seen is that you know, there is like such an illusion and there's so many people, even in those very high level masterminds who do not have a good idea, they don't have a viable, um, you know, service and no one's evaluating that because they're just throwing out these promises that we can make you a million dollars with our tactics. Here you go, follow these tactics. And like their core foundation is completely wrong. So, I mean, I've sat in some of these masterminds and given way more feedback and advice than the people who are running them for free, you know, just being in that group. So, I think that that marketing and that marketing hype has really created some of, you know, this illusion about how easy it is to make money and how easy it is to have a laptop lifestyle and how easy it is to be rich and famous and freedom. But if you really look at the entrepreneurs who've lasted beyond a year, beyond two years, beyond three years, like they have some reality around their lives. And I would really recommend researching and talking to some of these people because they'll tell you how hard it is. They'll tell you what they had to struggle with, the mindset struggles, the emotional struggles, the ups and downs financially. You know, there's a, there's a lot of that. So, you know, this is just one of the big trends that I feel like we need some reality around. Um, you know, so if you feel like you have um, sort of done, gone out there with all these promises and this hype, and then you realize it's not working for you. Okay, A, you're not alone. <laughs> B, it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. Like, it, and that's what I constantly see is all these women discouraged in themselves, disappointed in themselves because they believe they they aren't good enough, right? When it has nothing to do with how good you are. It has nothing to do with what amazing service you have. It literally is to do with the market is tough and that being in business is tough. And that is just reality. There is no easy path. There is no make millions in 30 days. There is none of that. It does not exist. There's no overnight success. So, you know, I tell you that so the A, you know, you, you know, this is just reality. So I think that's really important. There's some other sort of trends I've seen as well, which I think is really important to kind of look at. And, you know, one of those is the industries are really flooded. So, 
Um, I work with a, I work specifically with service industries. So in my industries that I know really, really well are coaching, consultants, marketers, and wellness practitioners. So those are like my primary um, sort of business owners and clients. And I'm very out in the entrepreneurial world. So I'm on the ground. I'm validating constantly. Like I really know sort of what's out there in these industries. And those industries are just absolutely flooded. Right. And and it's not just those product businesses are flooded. There's so many. And it's because everybody wants to own their business. Everybody's running side hustles, even if they're working corporate jobs. You know, everyone wants that freedom, as we've talked about before. And so what's happening is they're just like in droves flooding out um, to offer services or products. And what that does is that really, really dramatically changes the marketplace. So even two years ago or three years ago, these industries were not as flooded. So you could go out, you could have a little bit of a broad market, you know, you could still be known and be seen. It's almost impossible now. So, you know, what you need to understand is that in this kind of environment, it changes things, right? It means that we have to have different plans, different strategies, and really understand how to to find that specific target market and how to really, you know, work with our businesses because the industries are very flooded. And so what happens, and I'm sure you guys can see this, is you can't tell the difference between one person and another. So let's take coaches as an example. Let's take business coaches, you know, because this is the industry, obviously, I'm running in. You know, business coaches so often are like, you can't tell the difference, right? There's just hundreds, thousands of them. And they're all offering a similar thing. And they're all telling you they can help you in your business. And they don't even know what business you run. And, you know, there's all these things. And that's a really dangerous place because you've got a lot of people who are investing money in business coaches who aren't helping them. Uh, And partly because a lot of business coaches also don't know what they're doing, right? They don't know um, their specific target market. They're just sort of trying to help everyone. So what happens in these kind of industries is you can't have a broad market. So almost every woman that I talk to, you know, I always ask, what's your target market? Who are you serving? Every single person has too broad a target market. Every single person. So they come to me and they might say, I want to work with um, women who are moms. Okay, that is no longer a target market. I want to work with women who want to lose 10 pounds. No longer a target market. I want to work with nonprofits. Nope, that's not even close to a target market. So, you know, there is like, it's changed so much. Whereas 20 years ago, you could absolutely target nonprofits. Like that was fine. That was a, that was a target market. But in today's world, it's so flooded. It's so busy that you have to get incredibly, incredibly specific. So it can't just be, I'm working with women in business. I'm working with women who are moms. You know, it can't even be, I'm working with women who are moms who are burned out because that even in and of itself is too broad. So, you know, it really changes the game for us in these different industries because what's happened is, to be honest, there is more supply than demand. So if you go back to sort of economics 101, so if you learn that in school, you know, there's supply and there's demand, right? So ideally we want to be in a market where there is a lot more demand than supply of people offering those solutions, because then it means that, you know, there's just more infinite amount of clients. 
And I'm not trying to create scarcity. You have clients everywhere. There's not a scarcity. It's very possible to get specific and to create a successful business, but you really have to get there. You have to get specific. So it's really helpful if you're struggling with the target market to get some help. You know, you can definitely reach out to me if you're a service business or reach out to somebody else who specializes in sort of honing your target market. Because if you don't have that, you don't have a solid foundation. And it will be very, very hard to succeed in the marketplace. So I think, yeah, you know, it's it's really about making sure that you've got that specific target market because, you know, there's just so many people offering what you're offering. And, and I think we've got to get real about that and honest about that and not let that discourage us and not let that hurt us and not let that stop us, right? Because there's no way I'm ever stopping with my mission. So you, you've just got to get clear about it so that you know how to handle it and you know how to tackle it. And that's what's really, really important. And I say all of these things to be very real and to prepare you and to help you really navigate the business arena the way it is right now, because I want you to succeed. And that's exactly why I'm telling you all of this. So, you know, what helps is that you've got to get very, very specific. And one sort of test on this, and this is a cool way to do it. Because the more specific you are with your target market, the more you can move to collaboration instead of competition. So, you know, one way to do that is to kind of test yourself and ask yourself, could I work with many other people in my industry? So for instance, as a business coach, I've got business coaches that I can partner with who are not competition because they're specific. So for instance, I have a product business coach that I send people to. I have an e-commerce business coach that I send people to. I have business coaches that tackle marketing in a way that I don't. I have business coaches who, you know, work on areas I don't touch. So it's like I'm able to collaborate with lots of other business coaches because I have my specific lane and they have theirs right? So that is one good test. If you feel like everybody in your industry is a competitor, you don't have even close to a specific enough target market. So that's one sort of like a little test or little thing you can ask yourself. But I think it's a very, very important piece because the trend right now is that everyone sounds the same, right? And this is what you see. Every business coach sounds the same. Every life coach sounds the same. Every wellness practitioner sounds the same. You know, so you're really getting into that place where, there's no differentiation and it, it really hurts us as business owners and it hurts the target market as well because they are confused, right? So many people out in these industries today are really confused. They, they don't know who offers the solution, you know, to what they actually need. And so, you know, we've got to get specific and we've got to get clear about what we offer so that we can help them. So, you know, this, this is another sort of thing that I think is really important to notice and, and to tackle and to look at. So, yeah, so these are, you know, there's some trends. There's a few other things as well, like, but I'm going to take a sip of coffee again. If you know me, you know that I love my coffee. It's very important. That's really good. So I'm enjoying that right now. So, yeah, I think, you know, one of the other things that I've really seen, and I've talked about this quite a lot on the podcast as well, is that a lot of people are investing in the wrong things. Um, You know, it's like we do have to invest in our businesses, right? There's not this, um, 
you know, I love the do-it-yourself mentality. And I think sometimes, you know, we, there's absolutely pieces of our business we can do ourselves. I've done lots of bootstrapping in my business over the years. And so you don't always need to invest in someone and you don't always need to, you know, uh, spend tons of money, you know, but there is some investment you need to do in your business always, whether it's time, energy, money, and you need to be smart about that. And I think a lot of people are investing in the wrong things. They're investing in marketing. They're investing in business coaches who cannot help them. They're investing in lead generation programs that when they're not even at that stage yet. So I think, you know, that's one of the other things I'm seeing a lot. And then what happens is people are burned. So they're burned out because they've, you know, tried people, they've invested in things that have gotten them no results and they can blame the coach or they can blame the program or they can blame themselves, which happens a lot as well. But sometimes it's just because they didn't know what they needed, right? And they didn't know the stage they're in. So there's some really helpful things like being able to know what stage you're in in your business, what you need next, what the sequence of what you need is, is really important. Most of the time in the calls I have with clients or, you know, I'm, I'm about to launch a sort of a business assessment on my website as well, where people can go through and sort of look at what stage they're in. You know, I'm able to tell someone very quickly you know, this is the stage you're in, right? This is where you need to focus your attention right now. Because what happens is if you're focused on a sequence far ahead of you, you're you're going to get stuck because you haven't done the, the foundational pieces prior. You haven't done the things, the prerequisites, if you will. And so then what happens is, of course, if you invest in anything in that like higher level sequence, it's not going to help you. It's not going to, it's going to give you no return. And this is what I'm seeing constantly because there is a sequence to growth, right? There is a right way to grow things. And I have a few podcasts on that, you know, as well, a few episodes, but the, you know, most people are investing in things that are really, really far ahead of them. So, you know, my rule of thumb is if you don't have a solid foundation, so that's things like you've got a super crystal clear specific target market that you've tested, like it's not just that you've guessed or you've chosen it, but you've actually tested and validated it. You've got a very clear high value service. If, if of course I work with service industries, you know, are a really good product that again has been tested and validated. You know the pricing's right. You have a sales process so that you're not missing any leads that come in. You're very clear about how to convert the sale. You know, that all of that has to come way before any lead generation, way before any marketing, way before your website and messaging and your copywriting and your logo and your Instagram account. All of that is so far from sort of those beginning stages of really, really being crystal clear. And I mean, I take businesses sometimes who've been in business 10 years and we have to actually go back to the base. So, you know, this isn't something just for someone who's barely starting their business. This can be for people who've been a long time in their business and just never really handled that solid foundation. So, you know, you definitely want to make sure that you're investing in either getting help with a solid foundation, if that's where you are, or investing in getting, you know, getting the things you need in the right order. So, you know, that's just another trend I've seen. And I think it's something important to just kind of be aware of and take notice. I think burnout and exhaustion is another really disturbing trend that I see in the marketplace. And it's probably one of the core motivators of why I offer specifically what I offer to my clients. And it's because so many women are getting burnt out and exhausted in their business. So, you know, either they're burnt out and exhausted and not successful, or they are successful, but still burnt out and exhausted. And so much of that is because people are doing the wrong things. 
They're doing a lot of things that are a waste of time. They've got comp- they've sort of overcomplicated their business. They don't have the right business model. Most of it still comes down to some of the basics. And I think that most of the people out there teaching about how to operate your business, they're teaching you things that don't simplify your life. They complicate it. And so what happens is that people are spending so much time with these very complicated lead generation processes or trying to do massive content schedules. I mean, that's one of the first things I chop off with my clients. No more content, like just done, you're done. You know, until they can get to a place where that's proper sequence for them, where that actually brings in actual leads, then really all they're doing is wasting time and trying to create stuff that they're not really, it's giving them no return, right? So I think, you know, we've got to start to look at what we really want and what we really want to create. And so, you know, for me, I take on clients who want balance, right? They they actually want freedom. They want balance. They want, they do want to be successful and they absolutely want to make a good income, but they also really, really care about balance. And I think that you know, you've got to look at and stop and assess what's happening in your business because so many people are on that pathway to more exhaustion and to burnout. They're running on all cylinders. They're overworking. They're stressing out even when they're not working. They're no longer present with their children, you know, and and these are all things that happen naturally to every single one of us. So, you know, I'm just noticing it is a, it's getting more and more. So the longer people have been in business, the more burnout and exhaustion I'm seeing. And that's not something that has to be there. Like you do, like running a business does not equal exhaustion and burnout. It does not have to lead there. You know, hustling and the way that a lot of people are teaching business, it does lead to that. But being able to slow down, being able to be more deliberate, there are absolutely ways that you're able to do that. I talk a lot about that in other episodes. I I teach that like whole process in my Women in the Arena program. And so there is absolutely ways. And you just want to check yourself and really be looking at Am I burning myself into the ground? Am I overexerting? Am I am I on the path to exhaustion? Because it won't lead to success and it won't lead to the impact that you can make in the world. And so I think that's really important that, you know, you just stop and really feel into that and think about that. There's so many slow ways to grow your business and it's so much better, sustainable, more balance, and really more success. So yeah, so I hope you've enjoyed sort of this, you know, kind of assessment I've given you today about, you know, what I've seen in the industry, what I've seen in the business arena as of late. And and the point of this really is to stop and acknowledge some of these trends and make sure that we are navigating them effectively. And if not, get some support, get some help because, you know, they are here, it is reality, and we we have to learn to, to overcome them. And that's the beauty of, of what we're creating in the world. And the last one I want to talk about is um, something that is really important to me and something that I talk about in a lot of sort of different pieces of my content and my program and everything else. And it's that, you know, I think a lot of people are not appreciating maturity and they're not willing to mature their business. So let me clarify that. 
you know, it's become a world of quick fixes, right? Everybody wants to rush the process. They want to, you know, get their business up and running quickly. They want to cut corners. They want the secret formulas. They want the best tactics that are working so that they can just, you know, hurry up and create, hurry up and make money, hurry up and, and succeed. And what's happening is that there's so many businesses that are not maturing. So sometimes it's just because they're failing before they hit maturity. Other times they're just not allowing themselves the maturity. You know, one of the things that's so valuable that I think we've lost as a culture is that, that, you know, these, the wise older people in our lives, right? You know, we are are so blessed to have sort of, you know, wise and elders, right? And I, I think the young people and, you know, and even a lot of us who are older, we've bounced into business or flown into it. And, and we don't really appreciate the people who are older and wiser, who've really been through the trenches and who really understand what it takes to succeed in business. And we don't recognize the maturity of them, right? Their, their level and years of experience, because, you know, that maturity means so much. That maturity leans, leads to sustainability and really long-term success. And, you know, I think we don't value that ripening, right? Whether that's in, you know, the businesses around us or whether that's in ourselves. Like we are unfolding a maturity and the more experience we have in something, the more life experience we have, the more business experience we have, the more mature we become, the more we're able to impact others, the more we're able to give. And and I think there just needs to be more of a willingness to allow the maturity to happen over time, right? And it's really about making sure that you're motivated for what you're doing in your business. I mean, one of the things that's sort of one of those qualifications I have for clients in my program is they have to really be aligned with what they want to create because there's no point in creating something for quick money. There's no point in create like, it's not worth going into business for something that you don't really want to do long-term. Like it's just too much effort and too much work to get something off the ground to then just fold it later on. So if it's something you're super passionate about, if it's something you're super motivated for, you're going to be willing to put in the time and the effort and the energy to really make that work. You're not going to give up. And therefore you're going to have that motivation to let it mature, right? So, you know, what it will be in 10 years is probably something you can't even imagine yet. And so I think it's just... I want to highlight it and bring it to light because I think it's something we don't think about. We're so quick and desperate sometimes just to get something off the ground that we don't recognize that to really succeed, it's going to be about the maturity that we create, right? The the longevity we have and the experiences we have. And every experience we have um, changes us and transforms us. I mean, sometimes, you know, like my clients will go through different processes as I'm working with them. Like, for instance, maybe they'll have um, a client who's unhappy and they want a refund, as an example. And I celebrate it. I'm like, congratulations. Like, this is another experience and it shows your maturity. Like, you know, it is par for the course that you're going to have once in a while an unhappy client. That is just par for the course. And so when you know that, when that happens, you're able to mature from it. You're able to set in processes that protect you from the next person. You're able to have gone through that experience so you feel more confident about the next time. Like there's, we're, we're sort of losing the flavor and the taste 
taste and the blessings in our experiences. So it's just about, I think, shifting and changing the way we view business to recognize that, you know, every day, every experience, every time we're chopping wood and carrying water, which is what I teach my clients, you know, we're, we're maturing, we're building, we're adding to, and there's such a blessing to that. And if you find that you're getting bored, you know, being a, just putting in sort of that daily, you know, energy and that, that daily building, then it may be that your business isn't aligned with what you need to create, or it may be that you just don't recognize the value in, you know, just brick by brick, right? Day by day, action by action, moment by moment. And so I think these are some really, you know, important things because what I see is the people who succeed, there's a willingness to mature. There's a willingness to ripen. It's they've slowed down. They've stopped hurrying in their business and they really want to grow something that's sustainable, that's successful, that adds to their life, right? And doesn't deplete them and take away from their life. So, you know, these are just some thoughts I've had because I I have really seen so much, right? I have matured as a business owner for many, many years. And that's given me this beautiful vantage point. And, And it's things that I'm seeing in the world right now that I think we all have to really navigate and work through. So thank you for joining me today. Laurel will be back with me next week. Yay! And um, and we'll talk to you then. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Add to the conversation in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. You can also access all of our episodes and some great resources at womeninthebusinessarena.com. Our mission is to arm more women with the tools, strategies, and know-how to navigate the business arena with ease. We need more women in power and with the resources to change the world. If you are enjoying the show and want to support our mission, please help us spread the word. You can write a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who've commented, reviewed, and shared our show. We are so appreciative of your support. Okay, see you next week.